Thanks for tuning in. I'm Renee. And I'm Shelby. And this is The Creepy Burrito. Shout out our reviews that we have so far. We got two, count them, two sweet ass five star reviews. Hell yeah. Our first review was from Big Ol' Butthead. So shouting out to Big Ol' Butthead who said, <laughs> I know her! <laughs> exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. <laughs> he knows us! <laughs> I'm sorry. Our second review is from Baldman734, who wrote us a review titled Dope AF. He says, This podcast is hella baller. They go hard in the paint with uber spooky stuff. Quite entertaining. Best podcast of all time. Woo! <laughs> Baldman734. He knows us. <laughs> he knows us. <laughs> So thanks for those delicious reviews. Delicious. <laughs> if you want to be delicious too, head over to iTunes or Facebook and write us a review. And we'll shout you out on the podcast. Hell yeah. Also, go rate us on whatever your streaming whatever app is. Whatever your streaming <laughs> app is. So that others can also enjoy the creepy burrito. Yeah. And get lost in that song. So, <clears throat> how are you doing today? Delicious. Delicious? Do you want to hear my delicious story? So, I don't know if anyone else experiences this phenomenon <laughs> where your phone, well, apparently Facebook, everything is listening to what you're doing. It's probably Ancient Aliens or the Illuminati or just, you know, marketing. Um... <laughs> But the weird shit that I say, apparently Facebook hears it and populates, you know, what it thinks that I like. And apparently what I like is trash pandas <laughs> and possums and garbage animals. And it populated t-shirts with raccoons and possums that say, I'm trash, hail Satan. <laughs> and it's a raccoon. This demonic raccoon. Is that the one that has the upside down cross? Yeah, that's the <laughs> one that has the upside down cross. Uh, some of the other gem shirts that it says, be free, eat trash, death is coming. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> or also my favorite one, upper class trailer trash. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's so specific. When you call yourself garbage enough that your phone populates garbage t-shirts for your trash self. Hell Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, if you have any uh, funny ads that your phone gives you, fucking tell me about them. I want to know if you're as weird as me. Has anyone else gotten this phenomenon of trash animals? Trash animals. <laughs> and Hail Satan hybrid shirts? <laughs> it's so specifically just weird. So on that note, <laughs> Renee, what the fuck are you talking about today? <laughs> So, if you grew up in western Pennsylvania during the 1950s and 60s, chances are 
You're probably not listening to our podcast. <laughs> but even better odds are that the people who did grow up in that time have heard about the legend we're going to talk about today. Ooh. Today, we are talking about the Green Man, also known in Lawrence County as Charlie No Face. Mm, where's his face? <laughs> now, as we know, each urban legend has a different spin on it, depending on where you're located and who you heard it from. The legend of the Green Man is no exception. The most prominent and widely known legend is as follows. A group of friends would be driving along at night and come across a tunnel. They would drive inside, turn off their lights, and call out to the Green Man. Oh, of course. That's always what teenagers do. Let's go outside. Let's be in the middle of a road. Let's turn off our fucking lights. Because claims aren't real. People don't get in accidents in the middle of the night. <laughs> cool. Mysteriously, he would appear from the darkness. His skin tinged green from a tragic electrical accident. He would slowly walk towards the car as a group looked on paralyzed. I don't know what piece he's walking, but this is my thanks. I mean, it's it's there. Okay. It sets the. Beat. I was trying to add. Sorry. So he would slowly walk towards the car, as. <laughs> he would slowly walk towards the car, as the group looked on paralyzed. He would reach out and touch the car, and the electrical charge from his body would stall the vehicle. Finally, whoever driving the car would come to their senses and try to start it again, only for it to fail. The driver would then frantically continue to keep turning the key as the green man would continue to come closer. And at the last second, the car would start, just right before the green man could reach out for the door. And then the group would just peel off out of the tunnel to safety. Uh, another version of the story, which is very similar to the first, but it involves just simply driving along a road at night and coming across said green man, and then the same events happen. There's actually even a tunnel dubbed the Green Man Tunnel, which is located in South Park Township, Pennsylvania. The tunnel is named the Piney Fork Tunnel, and it was actually built to service the coal mines but was later abandoned and soon became where said green man resided. The legend actually even spread as far as over to the state of Ohio, where supposedly a town drunk crawled into a power substation one night and was electrocuted by a transformer, but survived, but was embarrassed by his condition because his skin was tainted green. So he would only go out at night and <laughs> occasionally peeked into windows of cars parked along the roads nearby, which is terrifying. Mm, Don't peek just in my this car. green drunk drunkard. <laughs> I'm looking for a good place to nap. I don't know what voice that I is, but that's my impersonation of is that what uh, he sounded like? You tell electrocuted me. drunkard. Yeah, it's it's a legend, man. He can sound however you want. <laughs> Um, so, 
Depending on when and where you heard this legend, the man glows green as a result of being struck by lightning. Sometimes he's shocked or otherwise transformed in some type of industrial accident. He haunts South Park or the North Hills or just rural backcountry roads. Some stories even go as far as to saying that he fell into a vat of acid. Because those are everywhere. <laughs> or, <laughs> or some people say that he removed his own face. Oh yeah, fuck it. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I don't like my face. I'm just gonna cut it I off. I just wanna get rid of this Wait, pause. What if he was actually in the mirror, said Mary Black three oh times, God. and she ripped off his fucking face? Full circle. You guys heard it first here. Mary Black ripped off Charlie No Face's face. <laughs> So what's less widely known is that this regional myth is actually based on a true story. And some parts about this story aren't so far off from the urban legend we know today. The Green Man wasn't some crazed lunatic or ghostly apparition that he is in the legends. His name was Raymond Robinson. Raymond Robinson, or Ray, was born in October of 1910, and he actually grew up in Beaver County, Pennsylvania. Now, Ray was just a regular boy for the first nine years of his life. He would play with his friends and found fun in the fields and streams behind his parents' home. On June 18, 1919, however, the course of Ray's life would be drastically altered. So Ray and four of his friends were either headed to or coming from a swimming hole when they came across the Morado Bridge. So this bridge carried the Harmony Shortline Trolley over the Wallace Creek. And along with the trolley, it also carried massive amounts of electricity and was nowhere that kids should play. Ray actually accepted a dare to climb up the bridge to check out a bird's nest that him and the boys saw Tragically, but predictably, upon climbing, Ray came in contact with a high voltage wire and he was electrocuted with 11,000 volts of electricity. Mm. That's a That's lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my scientific background tells me. That's a lot of electricity. More electricity than your body has room for. <laughs> oh, God. So in a flash, he was severely burned and thrown backwards off the bridge. The boys went to run for help, and Ray was soon transported to Providence Hospital in Beaver Falls. Upon arriving at the hospital, Ray somehow defied the odds despite his grim prognosis and survived. However, the event left him permanently damaged. Mm. His left arm was amputated at the elbow, his entire body was just riddled with scars. Aww. His face, though, bore the brunt of the damage. His eyes were completely burnt away. His nose was just a hole. And his mouth bloated, twisted, and even one ear was disfigured as well. Despite this horrific injury, reports at the time noted that he was actually in good spirits and could still hear and talk. After undergoing a lengthy series of operations in Pittsburgh, in an attempt to restore his body as much as possible, he returned home to start a new life. After a long recovery, 
Ray's family decided to move just outside of the city limits of Koppel, Pennsylvania, closer to where Ray's stepfather worked. Unfortunately, due to Ray's injuries, he had only completed the first grade and never returned back to school. Oh. Yeah, that's sad. Poor kid. But he did spend his days listening to the radio, hiking in the woods behind his home, creating floor mats, belts, wallets, and even occasionally cut the grass with a manual lawnmower. Eventually, around the 1940s, with his new home crowded with siblings, because including him, there were like six or seven children in the same house. Mm, Pool house. Yeah, Yeah, literally. So as you can imagine, restlessness overcame him. So Ray began to take walks for exercise. And his disturbing appearance alarmed locals. Some say that neighborhood parents even asked him to stay away because he scared their children. And other reports indicate that he just disliked the attention that he was receiving. Because you figure this is, he just moved here. So Mm -hmm. the people in this town didn't know what happened to him. They don't know him. Don't know the tragedy behind it. And just are a dick to him. Yeah. But either way, Ray decided to continue on with his walks, but under the comfort of night. He would walk along State Route 351, which is between Koppel and New Galley, with one foot on the pavement and the other on the gravel, so that way he knew he was walking along the road. Mm -hmm. He also used a walking stick, too, to help him feel his way through the darkness. But his efforts to stay hidden were never truly successful. After being discovered on one of his nightly walks, word obviously got around. And when locals found out that there was a guy with literally no face walking up and down Koppel New Galley Road in the middle of the night, they of Mm -hmm. course did everything that they could to go get a peek. So groups of locals, especially curiosity-seeking teenagers, would go out and drive along the roads at night just to see if they could get a glimpse of him. I smell, (laughs) I smell teenagers. Fucking teenagers, man. Ugh. They're the worst. (laughs) So this is when Ray actually became known by the locals as Charlie No-Face, which I don't think is a nice name at all. No, it's not. I I would not Sounds like a name a teenager would make. Yeah, little fuckers. (laughs) Glad I was never one. (laughs) (laughs) So although uh, he was more widely known, of, of course, as the Green Man, but exactly why he was called the green man is not entirely known some say it was because of his green jacket that he often wore while others swear that he had a green hue to his skin Hmm. and that in the headlights would give off that green looking light color yeah kind of embellish the hue But either way, many thought that these tales about Charlie No-Face were just legends. And as you can imagine, were pretty surprised when they found out that Ray was really fucking a guy with no face. Yeah, a real dude with real feelings, you little fuckers. (laughs) So most of of the people would just drive by him in fear. Mm -hmm. But those who weren't too terrified would actually stop and try to befriend Ray. And for the most part, people really just wanted to ask him questions and talk to him. People would offer him rides, even stop by to give him some beer and cigarettes. And sometimes, if you were lucky, you'd even uh, get a picture with him. Aww. Yeah, he posed for a picture. 
So those who knew him or took the time to stop for conversation found Ray to be very kind and one of the nicest people that you could ever want to meet. Unfortunately though, his nightly walks also made him vulnerable to some of the worst humanity has to offer. So some people actually offered him rides only to just drop him off in foreign areas and he would be forced to try to find his way back home. He was straight up just hit by cars on multiple occasions without anyone stopping to help him or see if he's okay. Oh my gosh. Uh And people even would physically just beat the fuck out of him. Yeah, it's super sad. And allegedly, people even gave him cigarettes laced with drugs without telling him. And that's just so horrible. But none of this actually discouraged him from his nightly walks. His family obviously was worried about him and tried to get him to stop, but Mm -hmm. he felt as if he'd already been robbed so much of his life, he wasn't about to be robbed of his beloved walks. Although Ray came in contact with some cruel individuals, he mostly found himself in the company of nice, normal people who just wanted to share cigarettes and beer with him while chatting about the weather or local happenings. His popularity, though, reached its peak in about the 1960s when there's actually cars causing traffic jams along the road as people gathered hoping to catch a glimpse of said Charlie No-Face. But as old age slowly crept up on Ray, he ventured out for his walks less and less. And by the 1980s, Ray gave up on his nightly walks entirely Mm. and moved into the Beaver County Geriatric Center, which is now called the Friendship Ridge Nursing Home Mm -hmm. in Beaver, Pennsylvania. And it was there that Ray passed away at the age of 74, on June 11th, 1985, which was just one week before the 66th anniversary of the accident that changed his life forever. Aww. He was buried next to his father in Beaver Falls at Grandview Cemetery, which is just a short distance away from the location of the bridge that he met his tragic fate as a child. Mm. Yeah. All because of a goddamn triple dare. Uh-huh. It didn't work well in a Christmas story. It didn't work well in this story. Don't <laughs> no. ever do a triple dog dare, guys. It especially did not work <laughs> as no. good in this story. Mm-mm. So there you have it. Even though Ray was, by all accounts, a really nice guy, through several generations, his story has been passed on so many times that his name and his real story have been overshadowed by this ghost story that grew out of them. Many people in Western Pennsylvania know about the urban legend of the Green Man, but few actually know the kind-hearted man that was Raymond Robinson. And Ray will never know the number of true friends that he accumulated over his life. Yeah. The Charlie No-Face or Green Man sightings have continued far after Ray's death, and the legend is still strong. People still spread stories of a ghost or some creature with a face melted off that haunts back roads and or tunnels. And thrill seekers still go out at night hoping to catch a glimpse. But they won't find anything, of course, because they're only searching for a ghoul that never was. Aww. Mm -hmm. He was just a man. He was just a man that 
had a very bad accident. Yeah, that's rough. That's a rough day. Yeah. Really not lit. No, not not lit. <laughs> so if you guys uh, have any stories of Ray, or I mean, I guess not Ray, not not Ray, <laughs> or like for instance, I know my grandpa knew Ray and gave him rides on several mm-hmm. occasions. So I mean, there and I know that a lot of people's relatives knew of him or seen him. So. If anybody has any cool stories that they'd like to share, hit us up on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Creepy Burrito. Or you can also email us at thecreepyburrito at gmail.com. And don't forget to write us a fucking review. (laughs) Rate us. You can write that sweet ass review on iTunes. So hop your pretty little ass right on over there. Or you can write us a review on Facebook and we might fucking read it, bruh. Right here on this very podcast. That's a, uh, it's a wrap. Join us again. Come back. Get lost in the sauce with us. I am very with it for no reason. (laughs) He knows us. (laughs) He knows us.